When I press record, I'm showing you the version of myself that I am comfortable displaying at that moment in time only. The same goes for me when I'm tweeting or at my live shows or on Zoom calls, recording videos, etc. and etc. The same also goes for your favorite beloved artists and celebrities. While you think you know me, you must understand that you only semi-know the person that I want you to see. And she and every other part of me says no to adhering to your emotional fulfillment pedestal needs. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. No. Hashtag ISN pod. It's the big pink elephant in the room. The big pink elephant in the room. The big pink elephant in the room. The elephant is pink. The elephant is big. But you keep acting like you don't see shit. <laughs> For those of you who do not know or need a reminder... Big Pink Elephants is a segment where we discuss topics that are normally overlooked and ignored in most rooms and or not known in most rooms. Those eggshell conversations that you, your friends, your coworkers, and your family don't like to have, those are what we have during the Big Pink Elephant segment. So I am here getting straight to the nitty gritty because I, I... I, she, me, her, Stephanie, the life architect, the builder, customizer, designer of healthy, emotional lives, have put her summer sanity sabbatical on hold just to come back and talk to you, my beautiful soul unicorns. Welcome back to all of my faithful listeners and hello and welcome to all of my new listeners. This is your safe, emotional audio space, Mm -hmm. the place where you will say no to all of the people, places, and things that no longer serve you so that you can say yes, yes, and yes to all of the magical, mystical abundance, blessings, all of it that God, the universe, Buddha, whom you name it, it shall be, has for you. I want to get into the nitty gritty because I am not pleased. My spirit is sizzled. And you know, if you're a returning listener here, that when my spirit is sizzled, I have to put language. I have to put word. I have to put sound to my feelings. That is how I process certain things, especially when it includes you. Yeah. This big pink elephant, it includes you because lately, There's a lot of Michigas going on. In addition to Black Lives Mattering, as they did yesterday, today, and forevermore, the revolution that is being televised. In addition to the pandemic, we are still in, FY to the I, we are still in a global pandemic. For those of you who do not think so, I don't want to bust your bubble, but I shall. We are still in a global pandemic. But even with those things that I mentioned, it just seems like 2020 will not let up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It won't, it won't, it shan't, it can't. And um, for whatever reason, the celebrities that we normally turn to for laughs, jokes, drama, music, books, et cetera, et cetera, are in the spotlight, in my opinion, or maybe I'm wrong because we're all sitting down stationary. Well, most of us are the ones who still believe we are in a pandemic. Maybe it's just heightened because we are still in comparison to what we were prior to COVID. So our celebrities are highlighted 
even more so now in my opinion. Yes, 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 yes. I'm talking about your wills and Jada Pinkett Smith's. Smithes, Smithes. I am talking about your Nick Cannons. I am talking about the black excellence that has been sustaining in our community over the last few decades with a select few. No, I'm not going to talk about Kanye West. I don't have the energy for that now. The energy that I do have is just enough for today's topic. And through all of the will, Jada, Nick, drama, conspiracy, rabbit holes we've all gone down, myself included. I feel like there's a component that is missing for some people. For some, we're not generalizing here, for some people, there is a component missing. The rage that is felt about other people's marriages, the rage that I personally felt about the exploitation of this celebrity marriage that has nothing to do with me, the rage that I still feel about the violation of privacy and trust that August Alsina delivered and continue to deliver with the dropping of the song by the same name of the wording Jada used to describe their relationship. You know it. I know it. By this time, it is worn out. We are tired of hearing it, seeing it is on shirts. It is on merch everywhere. Everyone's name in their Twitter bio is now entangled or entanglement, blah, blah, blah. You know the word, right? Entangled. Entanglement. I am not a fan of this young man's display of non-affection, if you ask me, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is the missing component when it comes to these stories including Nick Cannon's story, which has really, really got my spirit sizzle. I feel like too many of us have too much dip on our chip when we decide to cancel someone. Yeah, I'm not here for the cancel culture, but that's not even what I'm here to talk about. It's a part of it, but that's not even the main topic. Today's main topic is pedestals. And I want to talk to you, my beautiful souls, about pedestals. But before we talk about pedestals, you know how I get down. If you are a returning listener here, we have to go to Miriam's Webster's Dictionary and actually define what pedestal actually means. In the third definition, in Merriam-Webster's online dictionary, it says that a pedestal is a position of esteem. Let me say that again. It says that a pedestal is a position of esteem, esteem. And then under it, it says, and I quote, be careful not to put celebrities on too high a pedestal. Yet we find ourselves doing that anyway. And some will say, well, you can't help it because when someone makes you feel what they ought. Yes, I said ought. Yes, their art, A-R-T. When someone makes you feel what their art, whether they paint it, whether they sing it, whether they act it, whether they speak it like I'm doing right now on this microphone, whether they're podcasters, whether they are dancers, whether they are choreographers, whether they are hairdressers and makeup artists, with their art, they, they reach a certain level without their permission. Mm-hmm. Without their permission, they float and glide in your life and in your psyche. You make them bigger than life than what they actually are because their art, it spoke to you. Their art touched you in a way that nothing else has touched you before. You remember when Will Smith was in pursuit of happiness? That man made you feel. That man made you feel. That man made you feel deep down in 
side. You know your favorite artist when they sing it or rap it or when they play that instrument. You know your favorite podcast when you press play, how that voice and that tone and those inflections and that word and that delivery makes you feel something in your spirit, gives you goosebumps up and down your spine. And all of a sudden that person no longer becomes the person behind the mic, behind the camera, behind the dance shoes and the leotard, behind the makeup brush. That person becomes someone you put on a very high pedestal. Shout out to Crystal Clear. We have had this conversation throughout the years we have known each other about pedestals and the unsolicited space that it takes up and how much it can damage the soul, the soul who was put on the pedestal without permission and also damage the soul who put the person on the pedestal without permission, such as most of us now. The reason I want to talk about pedestals is because what I think a lot of people don't realize, a lot of the venom and anger, a lot of the hate, a lot of the disdain that we hear on these shows and that we see in these comment sections in the zoo. Yes, the zoo is online. Mm -hmm. The zoo is Twitter. The zoo is Instagram. The zoo is the shade room comments. The, the, The zoo is any place that someone could be broken down by word in the blink of an eye right after we all decided that we were going to protect them at all costs. CC Nick Cannon. Yeah. After we said, oh, he's doing a Dr. Sabi documentary, protect Nick at all costs. Nick is feeding, feeding several black families. If you have ever watched Wild and Out, which is one of my favorite shows, you will see that Nick Cannon, the host, I recently read that he doesn't own the rights to the show. But he is the host, the star, and I believe the developer of the show, Nick Cannon, because of that show is single-handedly feeding black households. There are tons of black men and women on that show who have taken their 15 to 20 minutes of fame and stretched it into an hour plus some. There are now people who are on tour, your B. Simone's, your Carlos Miller's right? Your, your, your Chico beans, my favorite. There's a whole bunch of them out there now doing their thing, not because they got their initial start on Nick Cannon's Wilding Out, but they became known on Nick Cannon's Wilding Out. And, and, and it was protect this guy who's been doing this for very, 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 uh, very, very, very long time. Protect Nick at all costs. And in the blink of an interview, I, in the blink of an interview eye. We go from protecting Nick at all costs, he's cute and corny, to then disowning and canceling him and making this man, in my opinion, from his tweets and his Instagram post, contemplate suicide. The pedestal was kicked from under him without his permission. The pedestal he was put on because of his talents, his acting, I really don't know about his rapping. However, prior to R. Kelly being a pedophile, to my knowledge, I was out here singing, you're a gigolo, sending nuts to dough. I, I mean, I could have been the only one, but I was here for a Nick Cannon corny rap or two. The pedestal syndrome is something that many people suffer from. The pedestal syndrome means that you love and admire someone so much that you believe that they do not have any faults. You believe that in the moment when their art took you by storm, that they could do no wrong. This is an issue 
that many people do not understand is ingrained in them. This is what they do. This is what they project on other people and also have been the victim because people have projected that pedestal on to them. You think it's respect. You think it's admiration, but it's taken to another level because it goes past respect. It goes past admiration because at this point, at this point, when humanity activates and this person now does an interview and says something that you don't agree with, sends a tweet that you do not agree with. It airs a show you do not agree with, wears a wig you do not agree with, marries a person you do not agree with. All of a sudden, your, 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 your syndrome kicks in and, and you don't understand why the person that you believe to have, have no faults, all of a sudden is human. All of a sudden, you don't see the singer, the artist. You don't see the dancer. You don't see the actor. You see the man, the woman, or the being, or however they identify in front of you. And then your pedestal syndrome kicks into reverse. You no longer, you no longer feel that this person is your own. In actuality, they never were. They were just here to entertain you. But you took it and you made it something that it's not. And instead of giving people grace and mercy, now I'm not talking about people who repeatedly do not own their stuff, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. I am not talking about people. I'm going to say it again. I am not talking about people who justify their heinous acts, their repeated heinous acts. I'm talking about those people who haven't committed any crimes, but just have a difference of opinion from you. I'm talking about those people who have marriages that differ from your idea of marriage, C.C. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm talking about people who generalize and, and intentionally didn't mean to do it and talk about an entire uh, people or race, C.C. Nick Cannon. My opinion on Nick Cannon's wrongdoing was only that he generalized a people when he spoke, not the details and facts and history of what he was saying, but that he broad stroked, he blanket statemented the whole entire Jewish community. I don't like when I'm broad stroked. And that's something I learned by being a podcaster that I have to watch what I say, because when I say all men ain't, or all women ain't, or all white people, or all black people, that is where I go wrong because I do not know all men. I do not know all women. I do not know all black people. I do not know all Jewish people. And I do not know all white people. I have not combed this entire earth, this entire universe, and met every single person to know that I can unequivocally say for a fact that all anybody does anything. That is the only thing, in my opinion, that happened in Nick Cannon's interview that should not have been said. Even with all of that said, because I do not put Nick on a pedestal, I had no reason to tell him that he should kill himself. I had no reason to tell him that everything he had done prior to that interview that pushed the culture forward didn't matter. I had no need when he apologized to tell him that everybody he's employed, every movie he's made, every move he's made as a successful young black man in this industry by himself mattered not because I never had him on a pedestal. Cut the pedestal shit out.
Don't put me on no pedestal. I don't care if you like my podcast. I don't care if you like my videos. I don't care if I've ever been your life coach. I don't care if you've ever come to one of my events or I came to one of yours. I don't care if we ran into each other at another event. I don't care that you like me, that you love me. I'm appreciative of that. But I don't care about that to the point that I'm going to allow you to hold me to a standard that I didn't ask to be on. Some of you already have told me that you don't like how and what I said about August Alsina. I said what I said. I feel how I feel. It is what it is. And if that caused you to knock me off the pedestal, the unsolicited pedestal that I didn't ask to be on, guess what? I'm happy to kick that motherfucker to the side. You don't get to tell people who they are past their humanity. Everybody is human. Everybody is flawed. Everybody has done something disgusting to someone else. Meaning, if you ever caught me scratching my booty, am I now disgusting to you? I've picked my nose before. Is that nasty to you? Sure, it's nasty to some people, but I had to do it. I had a booger. Does that now mean that I'm off the pedestal that you put me on that I didn't ask to be on in the first place? We have to really be extremely careful about these pedestals we put people on and the cancel culture that follows the pedestal fall from grace. It is not fair. It is not fair. It is not fair to expect people who are artists to live up to your standards of humanity. Again, I am not talking about rapists. I am not talking about murderers. I am not talking about people who do heinous things to people. I am talking about those in our entertainment world and in our real world who simply have a difference of opinion, who might be ignorant and need to be educated because they said things that didn't make sense to you. Let's segue into cancel culture and understand that cancel culture is really shaming. It's a form of public shaming that targets people to humiliate them on the internet. You out here want to say this person is canceled, that person is canceled. Let me tell you this right now. I love that you listen. I love that you subscribe. I love that you like, comment, and share, but you can't cancel me. Why? Because you don't even really know me. You can't cancel somebody that does not have a direct effect in your real life. I'm talking about your real life, not this audio life, because if I stopped recording today, you'll just find another podcast to listen to as you should. If and when I blow up, excuse me, not if, when I blow up to the point that I can do what I want to do, full-time speaking, full-time potting, full-time this, you still won't be able to cancel me because in my real life, at my funeral, okay, in my hospital bed, at my mama's Thanksgiving table, you won't be there. You can't cancel me because in my real life, you're not a fucking factor, Now, you can cancel how you spend your money towards me. You can cancel whether you listen to me, but you can't cancel me as a being. And unfortunately, when you become a celebrity, you get used to having your ego fed. You get used to 100,000 comments on a post. You get used to all of these streams on your podcast. You get used to box office numbers if you're an actor. You get used to, you know, your song being number one on the chart. So yes, if you say I'm canceling you by reducing the amount of money I spend in your area, reducing the amount of listens, reducing the amount of blank I participate to make you wealthy, sure, you can have a slight impact on somebody's revenue stream. Sure, Sure, but you can't cancel me as a person. You can't cancel me as a person. I'm going to say it again. You can't cancel me 
as a person. Online, it says the act of canceling also refers to cancel culture, as we said. It's called also the calling out culture. It's a form of boycott in which an individual, usually a celebrity, has acted or spoken in a questionable or controversial matter and is then boycotted. Who the fuck are you to boycott me because you don't like what I said about how a man or woman treated each other? Now, if it's sexist and racist... Sure, do you. But again, you can't cancel me in real life because I don't give a fuck about what you do in your real life, nor should you care about what I do in my real life. You shouldn't be putting me on anything other than a podcast pedestal. If you're going to put me on one, podcast me only. Hey, I like her show. And when it drops, I want to press play. I'm going to put her on an audio pedestal because I like what I hear. Other than that, fuck your pedestal. Fuck your pedestal. I don't like it. I don't like watching these people contemplate committing suicide because they turn on their phone and they can't even text or call anyone because their stuff is blowing up because the same people from their community who they were trying to defend Nick Cannon now wants them to jump off a bridge a marriage that ain't got none of nothing to do with you Will Smith ain't making you come Jada Pinkett ain't making you come either August Alcina ain't making you come either so fine you got comments on it or whatever but you want to tell somebody that they're terrible husbands and wives are you even married have you even ever been affianced and if you were married have you ever been in a healthy marriage and even if you are in a healthy marriage is Will and Jada's marriage your marriage absolutely not absolutely not a lot of people are mad at that situation because their idea of what they believe their couple's goals were through Will and Jada was shattered. That pedestal was shattered. The pedestal that they did not ask to be on with their marriage was shattered. And don't come to me and talk about just because Jada has a red table talk that that means she put her marriage on display to act like she's everybody's therapist. I have watched every single episode of Red Table Talk. She's never said she's anybody's therapist. She's only given her opinion just like you do, just like I am right now on people's topics and situations. Situations. And let me say this, I'm a fucked up individual just like everybody else. What would you do if I told you I lied, I cheated, I stole? What would you do if I told you I was a mistress back in the day? What would you do if you found out I cheated on my husband right now? Am I, am I any less powerful? Maybe. You still can't cancel me because if I want to cheat on my husband, I'm going to cheat on him whether you listen or not. If I want to lie or steal, I'm going to lie and steal whether you listen or not. That's what I mean about you can't cancel anybody. They're going to do what they want to do whether you're present or not. I'm rambling at this point. I, I, I just, the pedestal syndrome is real. And a lot of people just do not realize their venom and anger towards these celebrities and towards people in their personal lives is because the pedestal was shattered. The pedestal that the person that they're mad at, that never asked to be on it in the first place, has been shattered. Many people, let's take it away from celebrities. Let's look in your personal life. How many people you are mad at right now, you are holding a grudge against, you have, you have issues with, y'all beefing. How many people really don't even warrant that in your life? You're just really mad at them that they didn't live up to the mom, dad, sibling, friend, co-worker pedestal that you put them on. They didn't speak up the one time you wanted them to speak up. They didn't shut up the one time you wanted them to shut up. And when they spoke up, they didn't say what you wanted them to say. How about that? Let's talk about how you put your kids on pedestals and they didn't ask to be there and you treat them like crap, not even realizing that the reason you treat them like crap is they didn't live up to the pedestal that you put them on to be just like you or better than you because you're living vicariously through them for the dreams that you never achieved. 
How many people are living with people, married, boyfriend, shacking up, bay situationship and, and have issues at home because your partner is not living up to the pedestal that you put them on, that they didn't ask to be on, that they didn't even know that they were on. You think they're smarter than they are. You think they cook better than they do. You think they should be working harder than they work. You think they should be sexing better than they are to you. And they don't even know it. You put them on a pedestal because you thought that when they did it that one time, when she baked that lasagna that one time, she was going to bake it like that all the time. You thought, you thought that he was going to be able to maintain what he introduced you to. You kept him on that pedestal of who he was when y'all was dating. And now that y'all been together for a long time and that pedestal has shattered, you're actually mad at him. But does he even know that he was held to that standard? He should, but he don't. But he don't because nobody taught us how not to introduce people to stuff that we can't maintain. Nobody taught us that. How many friends do you have right now that you feel in some type of way about? You looking at them sideways. You looking at their tweets and rolling your eyes. You looking at their posts on the gram and you like, yeah, whatever. Not because they actually did anything wrong other than not stand on your pedestal. They actually kicked that shit to the curb on purpose and told you to go fuck yourself. And you're mad at them for that instead of being mad at yourself for putting them and comparing them to other friends and other people that you shouldn't have. You put them on a friendship pedestal that they didn't ask to be on. How many of you can admit that that's where you are in life. I know I can. I know I can. We like to publicly humiliate people. And what we don't see is that pedestal syndrome, just like any other energy, is contagious, it's infectious, it's poisonous. So we get online to these comment sections, we get online to these tweets, and we see people going ham. We see people going ham. And, 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 and when we see people going ham, our codependency activates. And if not our codependency, our common enemy intimacy activates. Yes, our CEI, common enemy intimacy, it activates. We now have a common target. It's not just me. I can then see that other people put this person on a pedestal and they're mad too. We're going to exploit them and humiliate them together. We're going to create memes and gifs and we're going to tirelessly wear this person out. But then the person commits suicide or the person then goes into rehab or the person, you know, checks into this or checks into that or logs off or deletes their Instagram. And we're like, oh, we have to be more mindful. Mental health is real. See what y'all did to these people? Hypocritically denouncing the same cancel culture we were in. Fuck your cancel culture. Fuck your pedestals. I'm not here for none of it. I'm going back to my summer sanity sabbatical. And I pray, I pray that you do not allow people to put you on pedestals that you did not ask to be on. And I pray that you don't put other people on pedestals that they don't ask to be on. Also, I pray that when you notice that you are on a pedestal that you didn't ask to be on, that you step down. Now, if you got to run down, jump down, leap down, do whatever you do, but get down. You are allowed to be a human mess. You are allowed to be a work in progress as long as there's actual work and progress. You are allowed to be human. You're allowed to have humanity activate. You're allowed to misspeak. You're allowed to be mean temporarily. You're allowed to apologize. You're allowed to hurt somebody's feelings. You're allowed to disappoint someone. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Put the perfection stamp on someone 
when you wouldn't even know how to breathe if the perfection stamp was even put on you just a little bit, when you wouldn't even know how to handle someone putting you on a pedestal that you didn't even ask to be on, how dare you? You press play and you walk the fuck away. You listen to that song and you watch that movie and you say, that's a great actor. He's a great potter. She's a great this, she's a great that. And you move on and you let them be. You don't generalize their whole human being. You don't label them this astute person. The way our upbringing shapes us and molds us, the way money changes things, excuse me, the way money exposes things, the way money amplifies things. You don't know who you would be in your marriage if you were worth $100 million. Your options would change from your paycheck to paycheck life right now. You have no idea if you would be okay with a thruple in an open marriage and you're going to sit up here and talk about I would never. You know not what you would never do because you've never been in a situation where you've had options that you do not have right now. There's a lot of never would I ever, so I'm going to cancel this person. Oh, I put them on a pedestal because they should not do that. They have money. You have no idea what comes with that. Keep your paycheck to paycheck. Mouth shut. Keep your I have never been chosen by a proper human being labeled as a man or a being or a woman. Mouth shut. Keep your I wasn't loved right in my upbringing. Mouth shut. Keep your, I had my mama and my daddy and I think everything was fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm perfect. Lying ass mouth shut. Shut up. Let us all be human beings. Let us all be human beings that are on this planet searching for love, consistency, humanity, grace, mercy, knowledge, peace, connection. Let us be that. Before you go put Stephanie, the life architect, on a pedestal, know that I don't want to be on your fucking pedestal. I say fuck your pedestal and fuck your need to put me on a pedestal. Your codependency, your common enemy intimacy needs, your need to glorify and then knock people down. Oh, yes, because a lot of people just put people on pedestals because they need to knock people down. A lot of people out here just building people up to break them down. I'm not here for it. You're not breaking me down. You do not matter in my real world. I do not matter in your real world. Let's be clear. And that's okay. If you feel some type of way about what I said, do me a favor. Never press play again. I'm cool. If you feel some type of way about what I just said, never press play again. My confidence tells me that I'm going to be all right. If people who've never fed me, clothed me, loved me back to life, loved me past my pain, prayed with me, know who my mama is. Love my mama past her pain, okay? People who've never done certain things and been in certain categories that I've never even met who know me because they have 140 characters and share it with me, you think that it's okay? That you think that you have enough power because you put me on a pedestal to cancel me? Let me tell you something. I love you for listening, but I don't love you over my sanity. I don't love you over my sanity. I don't love you over my peace of mind. And I don't love you enough to allow you to put me somewhere. Put me somewhere that can emotionally and mentally tear me apart. Get over yourselves. Cancel culture? Nah. Pedestals? Cut it out. 
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast. If you are not in your feelings after what I just said, do me a favor. Head on over to iTunes if that's where you listen and subscribe and leave a review. Even if you left a review already, leave an updated 2020 review. I appreciate you for that. And if you don't, I appreciate you anyway. What's that hashtag? ISMPod.